Hey, you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then, let's dive in. Sadnam, beautiful mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Time and Talks podcast. I am so thrilled that you're here today and we are talking all about crystals. Yes, crystals and kids, crystals and birthing, crystals and babies. This was something that I randomly brought up on IG and so many of you are like, yes, please do a podcast on this. And I did share with you guys that I'm certainly no expert on crystals but over the last six years I've certainly researched I've learned and I've definitely found that crystals whether they're just put around your home as decor or I use them in meditation or I've introduced them to the kids it's definitely shifted energy these crystals I know you could be a believer or naysayer or anywhere in between there's something very magical. There's a natural element from the earth and it's said that everything is energy and different crystals create different energetic experiences within us. So it's one of these things that, yes, I think the amount that we believe is how much they work, kind of like essential oils. It's like modern day tonics and potions. So yes, crystals are something that if you're looking for the proof, I can't give that to you. However, it doesn't hurt. That's my big thing. When people are like, oh, do these things really work? Like, you know, both of my boys always had an amber necklace around them when they were teething. And it said that amber, when it touches the skin, it has a property that helps with uh, the pain, preventing the pain of teething. And none of my boys really slobbered or, um, of course, they went through teething. But I figured it doesn't hurt, right? And um, it looks super cute. And I got these amber necklaces from Etsy. Uh, They're from the Norwegian area. And yeah, they wore them. And I put them on because why the heck not? So many kids really resonate with things that are shiny and rocks and gems and crystals. I mean, who doesn't like glittery, shiny things, right? And so for me personally, I remember when I was young, like four or five years old, one of my favorite things to do around our home, there was river rock in our landscaping. And this is not like the ordinary river rock we see now. These were beautiful river rocks. There were pinks and purples and oranges and reds. Oh my gosh, I could spend hours outside searching for these rocks and I would save them. It was one of my favorite things to do. And so I knew that from a very young age, I was drawn to natural elements like that. And when I was in fifth grade, I went on a class field trip to the Smithsonian and I was excited because my mom gave me some money and I was like, oh, I want to buy something. And what I bought was this box of gemstones and it had all these different crystals in it and it was one of my favorite things. And of course I got yelled at like, that was a waste of money. Why did you buy that? 
but they saved it. My parents saved it and I brought it to um, my house right now when my parents moved out of my childhood home. And my boys, both of them have been so fascinated. And that's the box that you probably saw me use with Rehan on Instagram if you checked it out when I was teaching him about crystals. It was that box and people were like, where'd you get that? I'm like, it's from my childhood, which is like so cool. But there's so many places to buy crystals now and I really did research uh, what crystals to use for kids and babies mainly because it was one of these random things that just showed up on my journey. When I was pregnant with Ayan, I went in for an energy treatment and I walked out with like a two for one special. The person I went to was an intuitive and before I even knew if I was having a boy or a girl, she was like reading messages from my aunt. Like you are definitely having a boy. And she's like, write all this down. Like you need to have, um, you know, his name written and what the meaning of his name is and, you know, all these different things. And she was going into crystals. These are the crystals he's going to gravitate to, you know, put this under his bed, put this in his stuffed animals. And I like wrote it all down. That's where my journey with crystals really began. It began with understanding how to bring them about in my child's life and, you know, using it as decor. My home is a very, you know, contemporary Zen type of feel. So crystals were a part of my home decor and you can like see them in like home goods now and they're everywhere, right? Like selenite towers and Himalayan salt lamps and amethyst clusters and so it's been really cool to see crystals kind of evolve but before it was just like you go to a crystal shop and you kind of get crystals from there and so we really just started infusing the crystals by just placing them in the room I'll be very honest and then I started to experiment and use them with my meditation and I would keep them around the house and so what I want to share with you today is the basics of you know when you get crystals what do you have to make sure that you do to cleanse them how to use them with your kids what are some of the best crystals so I have created these crystal boxes for my kids I have three of them and they have their own crystals in it and these are like the top I would say 10 crystals to keep in a box and they're not that that big they're like tumbled and then they can hold them and they can use them so I want to go through those for you. I'm going to also go through some crystals for babies and then some crystals for birthing and pregnancy. So like I said, this is just the beginning point. There's so much information out there on crystals and there's tons and tons and tons of crystals. I try to stick to the most classic ones that have a variety of energy properties so that you're not buying like tons and tons of crystals and then forgetting what they are and you know what they mean and when to use them and when your kids should be keeping them in their pocket or taking them to school. So I just really focus on the solid, I would say 10. Let's start first by talking about are crystals really beneficial for kids? And like I said, you know, crystals have an energy property that can help adults. It has an energy frequency. And when we have that intention of holding it in reverence, I do believe that they have healing powers. And I think children are more receptive because they aren't hardwired to believe like, oh, this doesn't work. They're all just about magical. They're open. And I think they're so sensitive and not blocked that they're able to receive the healing power quite 
easily. And you'll see that children, when you give them an opportunity to play with crystals, they're going to resonate with some. They're going to play with it. Let them be intuitive about it. It's not so much of how much we're teaching to them, just the exposure of them and sharing, you know, this one helps with this and this one helps with that. Or otherwise, with Rehan, like he's so little, I just watch him while he holds them and he like takes them out and plays with them and you know I'll rub it on his chakras based on which one's aligned with that and it's just that's how we introduce it. So it doesn't require your child to even mentally understand like the power of the energy healing. They will feel it and they're going to be drawn to it like and they're going to be drawn to certain stones like their favorite teddy bear. It's just because they take comfort in that crystal's vibration. And like I said, please be sure that when you are using crystals with young kids, like I said with Rehan, I'm monitoring. Make sure you're supervising. They're not super, super big. You don't want them to put them in their mouth. And you want to get tumbled crystals. That means that they're smooth, not the raw crystals because little chips can flake off for those raw crystals. So try to get them tumbled and smooth out as much as possible. So let's talk in general about some of the ways that crystals can help children. So one way is helping with focus at school. It could help them if they keep it in their pocket to feel safe and protected. It helps them with focus and study and mental clarity. Um, and there's other crystals that help transmute negative energy. If there's some bullying going on, some fear, uh, you know, there's a transition, there's a change. It can help to elevate positive vibrations around them. There's crystals for sleep if a child is having difficulty calming down, if they're having nightmares, if they're scared of the dark. You could put crystals by their nightstand or under their pillow to help bring that energy vibration. There are um, crystals that help children ride through certain emotions when they're feeling anxious versus when they're feeling angry versus if they're feeling lack of self-confidence. There's different crystals that children can play with and feel the energy to help elevate that. And there are different crystals for chakras too, to balance the different chakras. So there's different crystals that you could place on your body to help balance out that chakra energy system. So some of the basics as far as when you get your crystals. All right, the first thing is that you want to cleanse your crystals before you or your children handle them. And so how do you do that? You can pass the crystal through smoke of incense or sage. I like the sage, just running the crystal through it. This clears out all the energy of whoever's handled it before, wherever you bought it. If you've, it was in the mail, it just makes it cleansed out and neutral so that when the child is playing or you're playing with the crystals or holding the crystals, you feel the prime energy capacity of that crystal. You can use sound, like you can use singing bowls for sound vibration. You can put your crystals out to clear or recharge in the sun or moonlight for several hours. Now, there are certain crystals that because of the properties, you don't wanna put them in the moonlight and you don't wanna put them in sunlight. For the most part, the ones that I'm gonna share with you today, it's safe putting them um, in the moonlight and sun. Um, you can run them under water and you can even take crystals and bury them under brown rice and leave it for a few hours and that should soak out the negative energy or any energy that those 
crystals have absorbed. So these are just some of the ways that you can do it. Like I said, my particular one of choice is the sage, um, but you can use any one of that. All right, so how do children interact and use crystals? Well, it's really very simple actually. There's no right or wrong way. Some of the ways is having it in the surroundings. So having it on the bedstand, under the pillow, under the bed, decor in their room, playing with them. So holding them. Like I said, I have a crystal box for my kids. Those are their crystals. Even though they have all the same crystals, they have their own unique one. So they can hold them, play with them. Um, if your child's old enough, they actually have bracelets. Like I wear certain crystals. So if they want to wear bracelets or a necklace, like I said, with the amber teething necklace, you can certainly do that too if they're at that age. But really just getting crystals that they can hold is the easiest way. They can meditate with them, they can breathe with them, they can hold them, um, put them in their pocket, put it in their book bag. I have crystals placed into both of my boys' favorite stuffed animals, so it's already in there. Um, I remember the woman who told me about Ayan. You can even take chips of crystals and sew it into baby blankets or, you know, like I said, like opening up a stuffed animal, putting if it's like a favorite one and putting it in. That's how you infuse crystal energy into different things. So the next thing is, where do you buy crystals? So before I used to go to crystal shops and that was actually really cool. I have had this opportunity with Ayan when he was younger, going into a crystal shop and be like, okay, go to what resonates with you and pick out the crystal. Such a powerful experience. But I know with COVID right now, that's kind of hard. Um, but Etsy has some great, great, great sites. And like I said, people get worried. Like, I want to know if it's authentic. They're roughly going to be authentic. You just have to clear out the energy for them. You can even get them on Amazon now. Like I said, they're going to be authentic. Um, it's just you have to clear the energy out. I will put in the full show notes on my website some great IG shops and websites that you can look into to buy crystals as well. But those are just some of the classic places. And when things get safe, if you look locally for a shop that sells crystals, that's definitely a cool experience. Uh, and I highly, highly suggest it with kids because you just never know what crystal a child might resonate with. And that's just really cool. You pick out your own crystal. You feel around, see which one, what colors resonate with you. Um, so I can't wait to be able to do that again when everything is open and safe again. But that's just the simple ways of finding crystals. All right, so let's go into some of the crystals that are really beneficial for kids. And these are the ones, like I said, I put in the crystal box. The first, the most classic, the one that Ayan really, really resonates with is the amethyst. And I do suggest actually, if you can, this one to get in a tumbled and a crystal formation because the crystal formation is so pretty and usually these don't chip. Um, but the crystal formation you can keep in the room as a room decor, not so much as the handling one. And the tumbled one, which is like the smooth, is the one that the child can handle. This one is a well-versed, all-rounded crystal. It helps with children to get better sleep. So placing the stone under their pillow or by their bedstand or their nightstand, it is highly meditative crystal. It's great 
for connecting to your higher self, your intuition. It helps calm down worries. It's a very spiritual stone. So amethyst is a must-have in many different forms. It's the, the decor, it's the handling, it's the small enough to put in your pocket. So it's enough small enough to put under your pillow. Um, it's a really well-versed, well-rounded crystal. The next one is another classic. It's the clear quartz. This crystal is an all-purpose crystal. So say if you want to move out negative energy, you're feeling a tough emotion, placing it on that energy like space, like I always talk about mental stress, emotional stress, physical stress. I have taught Ayan, does it feel heavy in your mind? Is it a, an emotional stress, like anger or frustration? Or are you feeling sad or disappointed? I get a crystal quartz that's kind of like a pointer. So this one is a little bit in the raw, uh, raw because this is great for kind of raking and clearing out energy. It enhances the aura. It keeps a child in a very balanced state. So just even just making a circle around your body with the pointer, like it's a really good one to have as like, it kind of looks like a pencil um, because you can draw energy. And I always tell Ayan kind of like using it as a wand on your body, like move energy out, move it back in, um, you know, make circles around your chakras. It's just like intuitively using it kind of like a wand, but it's known, like I said, as the master healer. And the next one, a very normal classic is the rose quartz. This is about love and the emotion of how to develop it and retain it and show it. It is the perfect stone to promote the importance of emotions. So placing the crystal on your child's heart chakra or even getting for girls like a rose quartz pendant to wear over their heart, really great because it's opening up the heart chakra. The rose quartz that I got for both my boys are a little heart so that helps them understand it's all about your heart and it's a very gentle stone. So when children's feelings are hurt, you know, using the rose quartz is the right stone to put in their hands. And this is the one that uh, Rihan is actually more resonates to. He he gravitates it. So I have more crystal, rose crystal quartz in his room to kind of promote that energy and that vibration for him. The next is sodalite. Um, and this is a dark blue white. It's like very like mystical. It looks like a planet. Um, and this one is great for mental balance. If your child is feeling anxious or emotional, this will focus and center them. I actually tell Ayan to take the sodalite and during homework time to put it next to him. Um, sodalite, like stones you can put in their backpack, they can take to school. It helps for concentration to think more clearly. It is one that will be their homework stone and it's so pretty so get a little bit of a bigger one if you can of the sodalite um, so that they can keep it on their desk uh, and it can be around them the next is tiger's eye this is a really cool looking stone so a little bit bigger is awesome because like it has such these beautiful like 
mystical it's like very magical it reminds me of jupiter in a sense like the lines but it looks like the eye of a tiger it's all about confidence so anytime a child is feeling anxious or has nerves or you know needs a little bit additional courage this is a great one for them to put in their pocket it helps them stay grounded um it's a really beautiful nice stone it's linked to the the solar plexus chakra so you can use it um, to enhance their energy by placing it on their body if they're laying down so I really like this stone another really basic important one is black tourmaline this is a powerful soothing stone it's a protective one it drives away negativity so if there's any bullying or any negativity surrounding the child this will help alleviate fear uh, worry it's a great one to keep under the bed around the bedstand under the pillow because it helps prevent negative energy and darkness in the form of nightmares it's also great if you have electromagnetic um, energy or pollutants and radiation like electronics or if there's an alexa in your kid's room or phones keeping black tourmaline around that area where the charging area is will help diffuse the emf or the electromagnetic energy so this is a really powerful stone so another great stone is moonstone which is good for emotions who are kids are hyperactive high energy um, fuel emotions super deeply a child can hold the crystal or rub it on their forehead and you will find that they'll instinctively use the crystal where they need on their body it's a beautiful white stone it's one again you could also put this under a child's bed or they can wear it or play with it but rubbing it against their body is also a great way of infusing the energy into their system and carnelian carnelian is another fantastic stone for confidence but it's the best healing stones to boost energy it brings fire zest vitality spontaneity happiness joy aliveness into our life so it's a great one um, to again another solar plexus uh, sacral plexus type of stone but it's another really great one to have if your child is feeling unmotivated or not good about themselves to use that so the last one for kids is a selenite tower. Selenite is one of the most versatile crystals. This crystal is one you do not put in the sunlight, you do not put in moonlight, you do not put in water. It is a self-cleansing stone. The, all the crystals that I just said, you can put in the moonlight, put in water, put in sunlight, but selenite is one that you do not need to do that because it just cleanses itself. It absorbs negative energy and it's a radiator, an amplifier of positive energy in your space. So this is one that we have in every single room. We have it in the family room. We have it in the kids room. We have it next to electronics and modem boxes because this is again, another great one like black tourmaline. It absorbs the EMF, the electromagnetic vibrations and waves. So it helps promote a balanced environment. So I have one right where my computer is. This is a fantastic one to have in your kid's room. It is one that provides peace and relaxation and raises the energy and vibration of the space. So you wanna have it 
under you know underneath the bed is a great place we had it underneath the crib just having it as a room decor is much needed um so like i said all these crystals are what i put in the crystal box and this is basically for kids your well-rounded crystal box that they're going to be working with and honestly this could be yours too if you're starting out so now i want to go into babies and what crystals to have in the nursery so first let's talk about the crib i was told to create a grid underneath the crib for crystals so you want to get one black tourmaline black tourmaline is that powerful soothing stone and it's very protective it drives away negative energy so you want to get four of those and put it in each corner of the crib the next stone that you want to get is the crystal quartz so the crystal quartz you're going to place that in four corners of underneath the bed and the selenite tower so if your baby is sleeping in the crib the selenite tower goes right underneath the bed underneath the crib and it's shooting up so it's like creating a grid of energy where the baby is sleeping another really protective stone that you want to keep is um, a rose quartz you can put rose quartz in underneath the crib mattress because this promotes unconditional love it creates this energy and this warm energy keeping crystal the rose crystal quartz next to where you're feeding or keeping a bigger crystal like that in the room helps to build the bond between mother and baby amethyst again is another great one for peaceful sleep so you can take um, an amethyst with the rose quartz and put it in the mattress of the baby um, and then angelite angelite is this pretty blue stone and it helps connect babies to their angels when babies are born they're so deeply connected to the spiritual realm and so this helps can continue that connection and so that's another great crystal to put under the bed just to clarify as far as the crystal grid you're going to put by four crystal quartz four corners of the crib four black tourmalines four corners of the crib selenite tower on the floor in the middle of the crib and then you want to just get a little pouch with a small amethyst and angelite and a rose quartz to put underneath the crib in the mattress area and then have rose quartz decor like bigger pieces in the room near where you're nursing or rocking or window just to promote that radiance and that love that presence and that energy in the nursery and of course you know my favorite selenite selenite is like just put that in all your kids rooms selenite just get a lot of towers i'm telling you it is just you need to have that energy all right so now let's talk a little bit about birthing so for me with birthing like i started doing this with rehan uh, my birth with Rihan, not with Ayan, because I didn't know much about it. So I will share the three, four stones. There's four stones that I had. So first is Unikite. So this is recommended for a healthy pregnancy and delivery. So I actually went on Etsy and bought a Unikite 
bracelet and I'm actually wearing it now um, with my third pregnancy and I had it on during my delivery and many doulas say they they will not deliver a child without the presence of unikite so I was like well you know I gotta have that the next is lapis lazuli it's a beautiful blue stone um, and this helps reduce physical stresses caused by pregnancy and what I did was I got a worry stone so worry stones are tumbled stones that are flat and there's a groove where you can rub your thumb and it's actually quite soothing. It's a sensory experience. So this helps um, during any like difficulty during delivery. I had this worry stone and I was rubbing it with one of my hands. And another stone that I had was malachite. It's this beautiful green stone. It's known as the midwife stone and it helps stimulate, you know, those surges and eases labor pain and facilitates a safe childbirth. I was holding that during um, childbirth during Rehan's time and then at some point I couldn't hold it so I just had it next to me on the bed um, and it was there it was there with me the whole time so lapis lazuli and malachite were with me those were the two stones that I had and then unikite I was wearing and then the last one was moonstone so moonstone helps to promote ease in pregnancy. Um, it's more of a pregnancy stone. It actually is also enhances fertility. So I remember when I was trying to get pregnant, I had um, a moonstone necklace. Actually, I have a mala that has lapis lazuli and moonstones. So I used to wear that. And I think for this pregnancy, I probably will bring that mala with me. Um, but those, that stone specifically moonstone, is great for hormonal balance during the pregnancy. So that's a wonderful one. If you can get a bracelet of that to wear during um, pregnancy, that would be amazing for you. And I just wanted to quickly note that if you're placing crystals on you, make sure you're not placing them for more than 20 minutes. So like if you're laying down, because there is energy, whether we recognize it or not, and we don't want to overstimulate our system with energy. So holding it while you're meditating, placing it on your lap, uh, great ways to incorporate it. If you're doing a chakra clearing, placing the crystals on each one of your chakras, that will be a, certainly a great way for us. Like when you're pregnant or you're, um, you know, you're in labor and you want to place the crystal on you, hold the crystal, leave it next to you if you can't hold it um, at that moment just having it in your presence so I really 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 hope you enjoyed this podcast like I said there's so much information on crystals and if you're wondering how am I going to remember all these crystals head over to my website where the full show notes are and I have a list of all these crystals listed out and I also have some links to some Etsy shops because some Etsy shops have like birthing stone sets and baby crystal um, crib sets um, so you can certainly like buy a set and then for you know you can buy separate crystals but I thought that you know that's really helpful for you guys if you're starting to have a set just playing um, and getting all four crystals, make sure you cleanse them before you place them. If you have any questions, you can certainly email me and definitely check out the show notes for all the information of this. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share it guys. Share it, share it, share it with moms 
and anyone that you know that's pregnant or moms who have kids who are kind of open to this kind of stuff, let's spread the word, guys. All right, guys, have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Bye.